0: Welcome in to the Get Your Happy On Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons.
1: Welcome, welcome to the Get Your Happy On Hour show. I'm your host, Ricky C. Simmons on 93.7 The Ticket. You know, I uh, before I get started, I want to say I'm very thankful for everyone that can hear me right now because that means you had a safe holiday season, and that makes me happy. You know, I want to give a big shout-out to Matt Warner and his team out there, Empire Fencing, man, and Waverly. Those people are special. I mean, you talk about uh, a company you can work for that really makes you feel welcome. That's the place. So, big shout-out to Matt Warner, man. You keep doing big things and just know, man, that I appreciate all the love and support that you give me. For all of you guys out there listening, I want y'all to know something. I got a guest tonight man this is a very special guy to me uh he's not only my one of my teammates from college but just a special individual and he's done a lot of interesting things in life and we're going to get into all of that but i just want to give you a little heads up and say i'm excited about my first show of 2024 my guest tonight his name is dave remington some of you football fans may have heard of this young man. He's uh he had just a tad of success at Nebraska and beyond. But I wanna know, is Dave do we have Dave over there? I'm here. Oh I'm here. <laughs> Dave How you doing Take Dave?
0: ticket, baby. I'm here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dave, man. Well, first of all, let me say thank you for uh for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you got a lot going on, especially this coming weekend and we're gonna get into that. But I kinda of wanna go back to the beginning because a lot of people know who Dave Remington is if you're a Husker football fan, but they don't really know Dave like I know Dave. So we gotta go back. I'm gonna ask a few questions, Dave, and I appreciate as much honesty I as you drink can drink the water on this one, huh? <laughs> I, I appreciate as much honesty question. as I can Danger. get. <laughs> hey, Dave, so uh, you're down in Florida, is that right?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm in the Destin area. It's a place called Niceville.
1: Okay. It's,
0: right it's uh, a little bit north of Destin. So.
1: Okay. Well, Dave, um, for for the viewers and, and the listeners out there tonight, tell share with us where you grew up.
0: Well, I'm a South Omaha guy.
1: What? Uh,
0: you know, yes, yeah, yes, sir. I went to uh, Omaha South, Indian Hills Junior High School, Omaha South, and then and on to Nebraska. But uh, my father worked in the packing house for thirty some years. So, oh wow! You know, I'm a South Omaha guy, you know. Well, Dave,
1: uh, let me ask you.
0: South l- Omaha guy.
1: Let me ask you this, Dave: What made you choose Nebraska?
0: Oh, it's a slam dunk. I mean, I... mean, <laughs> I went on a few recruiting trips just because I never flew in a plane before. And I was like, oh yeah, well, they're, you know, Colorado wants to fly me in. I'm like, I'm in. I'll go. Oh, what the heck? But I knew from day one what I was going to do because it was Nebraska was my. You know, I, I'm one of those guys that 1969 Sun Bowl beat Georgia, then they went into uh, uh, won the national championship for a couple of years in a row. So. This was something that uh, I knew if I got the chance to play at Nebraska, it was going to be the place for me.
1: Now, so Dave, when you came to Nebraska, right off the bat, though, you didn't have a lot of success as a freshman, did you? Well, I I, I did make the
0: varsity as a freshman, but I I, I went into the Hawaii game and uh, and I and made the traveling squad, so I was real happy with that. Oh yeah, uh, but I went I went into Hawaii and I got in for five plays and I. Blew out my my cruciate uh, ligament, and uh, so my season was over as a freshman after five plays. And I, when Coach Osborne came into the hospital and visited me, he goes, "Well, you did pretty good out there." <laughs> <I> go, <"Really?" laughs> he goes, yeah. goes "You ran for five plays, you went the wrong way three times. So it wasn't an illustrious start, but you know." So I have a lot when it, when a young kid gets in there, yes. things are so fast, you know. And I remember. You know, I thought I knew what I was doing, but it just didn't work out very well for the first for that
1: first game. <laughs> so. Well, so Dave, now I know these. I know the answer to these questions, but I want you to answer them for everybody listening. Now,
0: okay, Ricky Simmons was the best wide receiver at the. Of history.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey hey hey! Don't be giving away my secrets, right. man! Don't be, right. giving, now, right? don't be giving away my secrets, Dave. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Tell us, uh, what was it like, man? Actually, uh, winning the Outland, if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you won it twice, right?
0: Yeah, I was lucky. You know what? When you have success as a team, the the individual honors will come to you. And and we had a really good rushing attack. Uh, we had, you know, you look at Roger Craig, Mike Rozier, uh, geez, we had uh, Chalene, uh we had. Uh, Geez, uh, we, we we're loaded. Yeah, I mean, er, Ernie Fryer, Jamie Williams, Mitch Crank—you go up and down the line of scrimmage, and they were all Americans all over the place. Or correct, potential yeah, because I so, think
1: Dean Steinkeuler was in there somewhere and, too.
0: And Big Dino was net right next to me, protecting me. So I mean, I, you couldn't go wrong with these guys.
1: But you Kurt know, Blazer,
0: you know, I could just go on and on with that offensive line. You got Randy Tice; he was a uh, third-team All-American, I believe. It, I mean, everybody on that team was pretty much a all-conference guy or close to it
1: yeah well you really almost know. had to be to be on that team
0: yeah i mean that's what my my senior year we were 12 and 1 and you know we had a, a really kind of a, a you know bad call against us in in uh, penn state right that probably right. lost us that game and we could have been national champions
1: yeah you yeah. know and i i tell people about that you know and and i don't like to make excuses but man some things are just obvious And you know in that Penn State game, it was a
0: tough game. They were a good team. They were a good team. We had, you know, we had a couple games during that year. We played Missouri. It was close, right? Uh, We played Hawaii. We didn't play that good, you know. You know, it seemed like every year I was there. It seemed like after Thanksgiving, there were a lot of guys who were disappointed because they didn't get. You didn't, didn't get the accolades that they thought they were going to get. And a lot of people thought they were going to get. Right. And it seemed like at the end, we played Hawaii. We didn't play very good. Uh, you know, we played Oklahoma tough, but that was a tough game. And then we went into the to the Orange Bowl and we had LSU, which is, you know, super tough team. Right, um, right. And uh, we won by one point. So we we were wiping the – you know, we were really doing well early. And then about – you know, we had that tough game at uh, – Tough game at Penn State. Tough game at Missouri. Uh, Oklahoma was tough, and Hawaii was. We were losing at halftime, I believe. I mean, it was yeah, we yeah. didn't play a good deal. and then and then the LSU. It was a tough, you know. It, it was touch and go. We were twelve and one, but I guess my point is that we were close to losing. We could have lost four or five games that year right. if things didn't turn out for us. And we had we were stacked offense and defense. We were stacked as a team. So, and you guys went on the next year and just rolled everybody over too. So I mean
1: it was Well, you know, the thing is a lot of people will, will talk about that year after you uh had already went to the league and and they'll say, Well, well, why did they go for two? Well, I mean, they didn't they you'd have to be here to understand how we were built. You know, yeah. we weren't we was, weren't I
0: mean it was there was no doubt that we were <laughs> I mean I'm 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 watching it from afar and I'm like they're gonna go for two. There's no way they're gonna <laughs> go for a tie. The most dominant football team I've seen all year. Yeah. I mean, it, it would it would they have done it this, you know, this era of football where everything's more like pro football than college football? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know.
1: But I mean, I, I just my mindset to this very day is man, we didn't go down there to tie. Yeah. You know, I mean we want we wanted yeah. to win. Yeah. So I yeah. mean that was I, I understand. You know, yeah. that
0: that that was not there was not a doubt in my mind that what they were going to do coach Osborne was going to do. And, uh, you know, unfortunately it didn't work out for us, but it was the right thing to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I mean, I still stand by that to this day. I mean, a lot of people disagree with me, but that's okay. I, uh, I still think it was the right call. And, and when I have the opportunity to talk to coach Osborne about him, you know, we, yeah. we still stand by it. Now, Dave, we were, go we ahead. We were
0: very lucky to, to play in that era. Yes. Uh, I mean, there were, there were so many good teams. I mean, we were either playing for the national championship or right in the hunt every year. And, uh, you know, we were just very fortunate. Coach Osborne did a great job always putting us in the best position to win.
1: You know, and, and, uh, and that that's the one thing I don't think people really give him enough credit for because he, every year he had to adjust. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, well, it, you know, it's, he. when I came to Nebraska, he really had a tough time beating Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And our whole, you know, our existence there was like, we got to beat Oklahoma. We pretty much copied their offense out of the I formation, ran a lot of the same stuff. Right. And and then, you know, we played our defense was good enough because they were playing against a similar offense as Oklahoma, their wishbone, but we ran it out of the I formation, but they were able to adjust and they, we started beating
1: the heck out of those guys. Right. I mean, they're Oklahoma still, they're
0: a great team, but we competed and then we started beating them on a regular basis.
1: You know, I I, uh, I get opportunity like twice a year to play golf down in Tulsa with a lot of former Sooners and. Well,
0: I, I see you with Marcus Dupree a lot. Yeah,
1: right? <laughs> and that's <laughs> who yeah, I like. Hey, that's, that's who that I What a hey, great job! What a great job! Yeah, you're so happy. You yeah, but play golf all the time. But yeah, but hey, but let me tell you the funny thing is, you know, like I'll try to ask Marcus something like, "Hey, man, uh, you know, you want to use my." My, my my little marker here to mark your golf ball, you know. But it's it's a Nebraska emblem. He's like, no, I don't want that, man. I don't want. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, well, but here's the funny was, part: is you remember when they used to
0: when Oklahoma used to come? It was like they would come, come over to the our stadium and they would throw frisbees around. Yeah, there's no organized practice. Before the game, they're just jacking around and then go out and we'd hang we'd hang tough or. You know, two or three quarters, and the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden they just okay, let's play. Yeah, let's <laughs> play. what <happened?" laughs> you know? But but they, they, went they, the... they had such great talent, and you know Barry Switzer, a great coach, and they they were just you know they, they had they had a just a, so many people that could play
1: there. Yeah, but you know the funniest part is I, I would always th- I always tell Marcus, I said, man, I really don't have a problem with OU because thanks to OU, I went to three straight Orange Bowls, so I really have a lot of love for right <laughs> <laughs> have a little bit on them now yeah yeah, yeah. You. well you know I mean I I have to say something because they're always you know they're, they're still competitive even on the golf course yeah so yeah. some of those conversations get the they they start reminiscing you know so the only thing I can think of is well man man you guys are really nice to us y'all sent me to Miami three times in a winter in Nebraska yeah <laughs> 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 So Dave, now after after you got done at uh Nebraska, you was drafted to, to Cincinnati, is that right?
0: Yeah, Cincinnati Bengals, yeah. Okay,
1: and, and how uh how was it there? How long were you there?
0: I was there five seasons with the Bengals and then three seasons with the Eagles.
1: With the so. Eagles. And when you was with Cincinnati, that's where you, you hooked up with Boomer and Sison. is that correct? Yeah, we became good friends. Yeah. He's
0: a year younger than I am, and uh I was there. I think I was put out there as a true rookie to start as a center, it's pretty tough because I didn't really know the offense at all. And I didn't know that style of football, uh, but they just put me out there and it was kind of sink or swim. And so I did the best I could that first year. And I got, I got the hang of it. Yeah. I just made sure. And I didn't really have uh, a lot of guys who, you know, play, being the youngest guy on the offensive line is it's, it's kind of tough when you're supposed to be the guy who's making all the calls and everybody else around you was making the calls. Cause I was brand new. Yeah. And that's tough. And, you know, but I, I learned pretty fast and got in there and I made sure when Boomer came, I could see he's a, he was a great leader and mm-hmm. I was gonna do what all everything everything I could to make sure that he was gonna be comfortable and, and not get thrown in there like I got thrown in there early and just because as a quarterback it can it can get you hurt. Correct. You're, you're you know you're making some calls in there that if you don't watch it, you can get blindsided. So, you know, as far as protection goes. And I tried to help him out with all the protection stuff and uh, sometimes he listened to me sometimes he didn't <laughs> well, <laughs> but but you i would go. to- i turned i turned turn back after he got sacked i told you so <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, but,
1: but it, then you guys became really close off the field too if i understand oh yeah, correctly.
0: yeah we i mean we were in the strike in 87 together so that was a crucible for everybody involved uh, i mean it was that was my last year really to play it i was a, I was a rep with boomer In the in the
1: the NFL strike, and that was the beginning of the end for me in Cincinnati. Okay. So,
0: and we had a bad season anyway. We start. We had so much potential, and uh, we we I think we lost the first game, and then or we won the first game and lost the second. We went on strike, and then we came back, and the whole thing just went to you
1: know. I got you. I got you. Well, let me ask you this now: Didn't you guys uh, start a foundation or something? Or you you well, Boomer's son. Okay,
0: after I got done playing pro football. I went into uh, coaching at Wisconsin. I was a uh, graduate assistant with Barry Alvarez. Oh, okay. Uh, Scott Radden was a teammate of ours at Fox, right. and, he, and he he asked me if I'd be interested in coming in and to help him with in the weight room. And I said sure, you know. So I went out there and got my uh got my master's degree paid for from uh, for coaching football. I oh, loved wow. it. It's okay. just I was not I mean, if, coaching football is a commitment, a, a serious commitment. Mm-hmm. And I was not ready to to put, to put that many hours in after I played it, you know eight years of pro ball. I was like I you know I love this, but this is not where I want to be right now. And I went to I went to school uh, uh, for business, and we had some we had I mean there's a guy down in Kansas, Lance Leipold. Lance and I were were GAs together. We had uh, you know a Nebraska connection with uh, uh, Coach uh, Callahan. He was at he was the offensive line coach at, at Wisconsin. Okay, and I worked with with uh, with Coach Callahan and uh, you know so there was there was a lot of really serious coaches there and I had I had a lot of fun there and we we ended up winning they were they were a horrible team when I got there they were horrible and it's you know it, the reason that we won was it was because of of Coach Alvarez and the coaches they had they had an excellent coaching staff I mean a lot of those guys went on and play you know coach in the pros mm-hmm. a lot of them did and uh, Coach Alvarez was a proven winner. I mean, he was one guy who could get in front of a team and get them ready to run through walls before a game, and there's not that many like that.
1: Right, right. Now you said uh, after that though, you 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 joined up with Boomer, with the yeah. Well,
0: after I I went to Hong Kong after I got done with football because my wife was over there working. Okay. So I went uh, I went to Hong Kong and Boomer asked me. He goes, "Hey, you you're not really doing much over there. Yeah, I was just I was doing I was looking at import export stuff." You know, so I was looking at business, mm-hmm. and uh, I said, "Not really." He goes, "Well, how would you like?" He said, "My son was just diagnosed with with cystic fibrosis." He goes, uh, "You, you know," he basically said, "You're one of the few guys I could trust on the football field, and one of the few guys I actually listened to." He goes, "Would you <laughs> be willing? <laughs> would you be willing to to help me out?" I said, "Sure." And so, you know, it was it was uh, a friendship. You know, on the field and friendship off the field. We were, you know, I worked for him, and I'm still working for him in a limited capacity now, for 20, 30, 30 years.
1: Wow! So wow!
0: We—that's—I mean, I—I talked to him. And I go, you didn't realize how long we've been friends. We've been friends since 1983 or four. Right. Go, that's pretty good, and we still talk to every to each other once in a while. So, you know, <laughs> that's pretty good when you're an old guy. You're like, yeah, we still, you know, so we still get along. So, what? And I have a lot of respect for him and what he's done with his foundation.
1: Yeah, I, I just think this, that, that's that's special.
0: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And so the, uh, you know, cystic fibrosis became a, a big part of my life because of what I was doing with him. I was running his foundation. Mm-hmm. And uh, then that's when the idea of the, the Remington Trophy came about. You know, it was, not, it was an opportunity to come back home and, and shine some light on the center position, which at one time was really neglected. There was some, wasn't a lot of guys who won the, you know, Outland or anything of it. Myself and maybe uh, a few other guys, you know, and so it was a, it was an opportunity to shine light on that position, and then raise funds for cystic fibrosis. And uh, this is our 25th year doing this, the Remington 24th year, doing the, the Remington Trophy. And I think we're close to six or seven million dollars right. raised. So we, we're, so it's been substantial the stuff that we've been able to do. Well, you know, and I said when I when I took the job over, I said. We got two ex-NFL players doing this. This has disaster written all over <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, we got to be really careful. We got to be really tight with what we're doing. And he was, you know, this was his legacy to his son. And we made sure we try to do as best we can to, to raise as much money as we can and, and put it in the right spot. So, well, you know, it's worked out pretty well. Well, you
1: guys have been doing a great job, and I'm sure you still are. But look, Dave, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back with Dave Remington. Don't you guys go anywhere on 93.7 The Tickets to get you happy on hour. We'll be right back.
0: Get your happy on hour,
1: featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons. Hey, we're back. Hey, uh, Ben, can you tell me if anybody done timed in over there on that on that text line or social media? Since I can't see that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We got on face on the Facebook stream. Brad Taylor is tuned in, and then Janae said, "Good dudes here." What? Big shout out to Jade and Brad Scott Taylor, Ernest Taylor Jr. in Forney, Texas. I appreciate that. And, and anything else over there? Yeah, then on the text line, Bryce said, I have two children with CF, love everything the foundation does. Wow, big shout out to Bryce, man. And you know what? I'm glad to hear that somebody's actually benefiting, man, because this is very important. Dave, you with yes, me? Yes, sir. Uh, you know, we was talking about some of the things you're doing with the foundation. I just want to go, kind of go circle back and uh, talk about the football thing just for a second with you. Uh, when you went to the when you left Cincinnati, you went to the Philadelphia Eagles, correct? Mm-hmm. And and you were there for three seasons. Is that right?
0: Yeah, well, two and a half. I didn't two. make it through the whole. Uh, well, no, I mean, <laughs> the last one was kind of
1: short. Yeah, well, that's all right. You was there. Got credit for it, though. <laughs> yeah, you got credit. That's all that matters, exactly man. But you know, Dave, one thing I will say, man, is when you played, it was a different, it was a different style of ball back then, and and you had a lot of success. And I just want to basically publicly say, I'm proud of you, man. Not only as a teammate, but as as a friend. I mean you you not only did what you needed to do on the field, but you have done what you needed to do off the field. So, well, thank you, Ricky. I very, appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, very uh, proud we, of you. I, you know, I, I,
0: I've i tried to surround myself with great people and, and I just kind of hang on for dear life and do the best I can, you know, and it, it's worked out well so far.
1: Well, Dave, I want you to tell me how did you come? How did the, I mean, you kind of briefly mentioned it, but how did you come up with the Remington Award? I mean, what, what, what's well, how what did you happened, go about I was, that?
0: I was being, I was, Getting interviewed, uh, I said. I the man passed away, but he he gave us the idea. He said, "You know what?" He goes, "I've interviewed a lot of people." Um, he was a San Francisco Examiner or some I, I can't remember the, the guy, but uh, I, I could look it up real quick if he wanted me to. But uh, he just said that you know, he goes, "I've interviewed a lot of you know a lot of people," and and then he looked at my bio. He says, "They should have an award named after you." I said. Well, I never thought about that. And I <laughs> talked to Boomer and Boomer, you know, said, okay, we're going to, we're going to go with this. And, uh, and here we are, you know, 25, 24 years later. Wow. So, um, and it's, it's turned out well. And I love coming back to the Rococo theater every year. And I love going back to Lincoln. I, you know, the weather's always like, I've always got my fingers crossed that the weather's going to be good. <laughs> and, uh, and in the weather right now thinking, Man, I'd better bring my winter coat. Yeah, like I, yeah. You're,
1: you're not gonna be in Florida when you get here. I know,
0: <laughs> I know but you know, I love going back. You know, Nebraska's my home, and and it's just, you know it's just going back and getting support. It's just it's been a really really fun thing for everybody, and I, and uh, especially me. And, and and I get a chance to see all my old teammates. I try right. To, you know, get as many guys to come back as possible, and you know yourself. You've been the last probably probably 10 years. I mean, you've been com- coming for a while. Yeah. yeah well, you yeah. know,
1: I, I have, a, I have a, I have a job when I come, I have to look after somebody that you bring back every year too, you know?
0: Yeah, we, uh, we, uh Well, we, uh, <laughs> I'm not going there. I love the guy. I'm just going to let it go. Man.
1: go. <laughs> uh, well, for we have the, a lot of fun. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, who were, who are we referring to is Mr. Mike Rozier? <laughs> We have a lot of fun with Mike. Right, when Mike's he, one in a million. Now, yeah, right now. He, Mike. Mike's I, definitely I different.
0: Mike. Mike. Every year I, I ask him to come. And he's sure. I mean, no, no problem. Whatever you need. Yeah. So he's been a great friend over the years. Yeah. You know, the one thing about Mike is that he appreciates people who have helped him along the way. And his right. offensive lineman, he always gave credit to us when we all knew that Mike was just a really incredible running back. Yeah. Uh, if, if he got pulled out of the game, most 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 every game because we were so far ahead. And right. I'm thinking if if Mike played every down like most of the running backs did, he'd have probably the record. I don't. He might still have the record. I don't know, but he is.
1: Yeah, I think he he's still. I there. think he still has the, the the record. But I I mean, well, I agree with you. He, he thanks to you guys, he was able to come out though, because well, I
0: think Mike he deserves credit there. I mean, he he was an extraordinary running back. And we were blessed. Like we had so many great running backs. Roger Craig. I mean, yeah, he, he was he was his backup or a fullback or whatever we call it. Man, I mean, you you. I mean, I mean when, when you, you start, started, we get guys in there. But, yeah,
1: when well, you start when you start thinking about running backs in Nebraska, man, you got to go start with I am hip. <laughs> you know, I mean, it goes yeah. back way beyond that. But I mean, I, I think about people like Jeff Kinney. You know. Jeff uh, Kenny, yeah. 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 yeah Tony yeah. Davis. You know, it's just well, Tony. Yeah, yeah, to Nebraska, the, yeah. It's just it goes the list goes on and on. I mean, when when you get to uh I am hip, Jarvis Red Wine. Um uh, I am yeah.
0: I'm, tr- I'm I'm in the process of getting Jarvis to come to Nebraska on next week if I can get him. I see his uh his son called me and he said, Hey is uh Jarvis invited? I go, he's always invited. He's got an open invite, man. Anybody that played at Nebraska, this let me know, we'll find a spot, you know. So I'm hoping he can make it. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't have it. I had no idea he was even in the Nebraska area. I thought maybe he was
1: back. Well, back I, back I know ago. he's yeah. been out he's been in California. Now if he's yeah. back, that's news to me as well. But I tell you what, man, I mean, like I say, Jeff Smith, I can I, Tom Rathman,
0: oh, hey, Mark Celine he was a running back when we were playing. I mean, it was like we were stacked yep. all the way through. We had well, so many guys that could. Play. I
1: always, I always make jokes about when, when, when we were here. I was like, you couldn't afford to get hurt. <laughs> I mean, it kept you on your toes for sure. Yeah, I mean, you, if you if you get well, injured, you might not get back in. You know, because I mean, when
0: we played, it was you know, you you came in as a freshman. You were on the you're on the freshman or JV team or whatever right. you want to call it. And then the next year you're redshirted. And the following year you're there three years before you even touch the field. Correct. And it was it was it was understood. It was like you're not gonna come in and play as an All offensive right. lineman anymore. You might as a skilled position guy, but you are not gonna come in as an offensive lineman and play at Nebraska year one or year two. You're gonna learn the system because we can't afford you know, we were the draft horses out there. Right. You can't have your draft horses making mistakes all over the field. Right. You can't have guys jump offside. You can't have snaps going all over the place. You got to, you got to have guys who are going to be steady. You got to be, you got to be probably you're 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 there because you're more steady than you are talented. You're right. not going to make a mistake. You know, and yep. Uh, yep. so yep. we were. You we just could. You know, if you went offsides, there was a good chance you're going to get pulled out of the game. Immediately, correct for a play or two until you somebody would yell at you and say, "Okay, get back in there." So I they think they're going to allow you to, to mess up, you know, two or three plays in a row. You're going to your butt was going to be on the bench. Yeah, know?
1: I think about Coach Fisher, <laughs> man. He would make he would make y'all life miserable, man. When you <laughs> and you can I mean, hear we, him. We were drilled. I mean, we had
0: every you know the, the night before the game, we would go over these tests and and do all this stuff. And I I mean, it was legit. We had to know what you're doing and you had to know what everybody on the offensive line was doing. It wasn't just yourself, especially as guys in the middle, you kind of direct traffic. Even at that level, you're directing traffic. And so you really got to know what's going on all the time.
1: But you know, that, I mean, one thing I can honestly say, man, we were prepared, you know, I mean, we had no excuses. I
0: I, I never, you know, when I played at Nebraska, I never remember going to a game saying, Oh wow, we might not win this game. These yeah. guys are better against us are better than I. I'm. Like, no, you know, there was never that. I mean, we might have lost games, but there was, you know, it was usually something freak that freaky that happened during the game. But right, uh, we were able to compete, uh, you know, solidly every game and, and usually excel and, and crush people. I and mean, that, that's what I like to do. You, you know, know? I, so I, they don't even want to come back out.
1: You yeah, know, I, <laughs> I was in the thinking while you was talking. I was like, man, sometimes on them away games. We'd be on the plane before we land in your city. We knew we were going to win. We just didn't know by how many. That's true. I yeah. mean, we, we, had we, the- were
0: that, like, we had the confidence and we were prepared. Correct. And the one thing about Coach Osborne, we were always put in the best position to do our job. Correct. It wasn't a lot of like, if we had a trick play, it wasn't put in like five minutes before the game. It was like we practice it in the spring and then we would, you know, dust it off every once in a while yep. and try it. And yeah. then we'd always like we would pull only pull out those trick games. You could like, we, if we were in trouble, we were going to put the fumble rooski in or the or roosky, anything that in with rooski, You know, it's like we must not be doing good today.
1: That <laughs> uh, I I mean those were some very very special times, man. And and you're right. I mean all the guys, everybody came. And it was like a like a job. I mean, everybody came in and did their job. You know, and that's, yeah. that's the I mean, thing was, I like. There was
0: no transfer portal. There was no uh, nail, which I wish <laughs> there was nail. But I mean, there was <laughs> like that. Yeah, it wouldn't like, have hurt, you hurt my you, you ate a ham sandwich illegally, you could just, whole could down <laughs> the So the one that swung the opposite direction.
1: Right, You know? right.
0: And uh, I'm not sure if I like what's going on with Neil. Yeah. Uh, the collective seem to be, have it's almost like it's almost like pro football
1: well it's like free agency
0: Yeah, exactly yeah you know and you get mad you're like oh i'm going in the portal yeah yeah and they
1: don't they don't even say it they just they just send a text or do a tweet (laughs) but you know that's the change in times and i get it i mean a lot of times
0: it was so you know like i said the pendulum was so strict and so stupid That you know, you do something like somebody's gonna give you a sandwich or do something, it's something really small. And it could just blow up in your face. Correct. And I think that happened to like Eric Crouch, where like he took a salmon. I don't even know if he took a salmon, I don't know what happened, but it was like they 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 were talking about I think the year that he won the Heisman, they're talking about he may not play for a couple of games because some something stupid like that. Yeah. Like you know, back then I've just shake my head, you know. Right. Yeah, well they
1: they had a they had some rules and they were serious about them. You know, I mean it was yeah. it was no room for error. And yeah. you know and the good thing about the, the coaching staff they made sure that we was aware. You know.
0: They, yeah, yeah, everybody everybody was on board with that cuz they yeah. knew it was we, we were good, you know, we were a good team and you didn't be the, you didn't want to be the one that's going to screw the whole thing up, you know, something stupid. So everybody pretty much, you know, did what
1: you had to do, but, you know? Well, you know, I'm like, I said, I, I wouldn't trade my playing time at Nebraska for anything because I, I, like I said, I got a lot of me, I got the chance to meet a lot of nice guys and, uh, you know, and even better people that, yeah. that today I'm still friends with.
0: Yeah. You I know? mean, I, I, I feel like uh, I've missed out on a lot because I've been out of the, out of the state for so long and mm-hmm. I, I left as a, uh, 21 year old guy. And I've, you know, I'm 64, so 63, 64 coming up here. And uh, I've been away. So I get a chance to come back now and again, but I, I know that the guys who have uh, played at Nebraska and stayed in Nebraska, they have the time of their lives at these games. They do, you know, they, they talk about the old days and they right. do the tailgating and, you know, it, and I've missed a lot of that. And I kind of feel bad about that.
1: To, well, you know. but, but Dave, you know, speaking of Nebraska, I, I noticed that you done something that uh, a few years ago that I thought was very special, man. You stepped in when we didn't have an AD. And-
0: well, that was, you know, that was a, that was a lot of fun for me. I enjoyed that. And yeah. I, go, I go, you know, this is something I could do. And then I, by the end of it, I was like, yeah, I get me out of here. <laughs> 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 this is, no, I, actually, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. But it, it is something that you have to have. You know, I, I was, I was, pretty long in the tooth when I did that. I was even for a football player. I, you know, I came back and I was like, eh, do I really want to do something like this? And I, and I, and I knew I didn't. Uh, I mean, I had fun, but it, it was something that needed to happen. Um, and I was just grateful that I had the opportunity to come back. And, uh, you know, I wish, I just wish we would have won more, you know, games. That was the thing. That's what I was killing me is yeah. going to, you know, being in charge of a, a program and, and, and then, the, the performance on the field wasn't where I wanted to be, but you know, I knew I was only going to be there for, you know, a cup of coffee and a couple of donuts and I'm out of there, you know, so there wasn't much I really could do.
1: Yeah. But you know, the, the fact is that you were available when we needed you. And for that, well, I'm, I've, I've,
0: I'm grateful that they asked. And I was, I was happy to be able to get the okay from boomer to come down for, you know, for, was, you know, I told this probably be about a month, like a month or two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, 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 I was I was able to fill that and get back and get back to work.
1: Well, you did a wonderful job. Whether you well, think yeah, so, I or had not.
0: fun. Yeah, I like that that whole ad uh, uh, sweet feel, You know, that was pretty <laughs> that was like, free food all night. What the heck? Yes. I loved it. I loved it. I just, had I loved
1: it had some nice perks to it, huh?
0: Yeah, it was <laughs> like all this how hot dogs you could eat for. For well,
1: a whole game. well Zay, let me ask you this here. You got the Remington Award coming up this coming Saturday. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us, or do we got to wait to find out who won the award?
0: Well, our, our winner is Jackson Powers Johnson from Oregon. Okay. Uh, he was, yeah,
1: he,
0: the, the Ducks were 12-2 and two this year. And uh, he, so they, they, he, he was an awesome player. Uh, we also got Kevin Mawai coming in, and he's going to be the Gerald R. Ford Legends Award winner. And Kevin was, played at LSU and then went on to the New York Jets, the Seattle Seahawks, and the uh, Tennessee Titans. He played 16 years in the NFL and was all wow. pro for eight years. And he was uh, inducted into the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. So I'm real excited to see him. He's uh, He was a New York Jet when I was in, in New York. So I'm excited to see him. Uh, we've got uh, – we'll probably get – we had a couple of surprises for entertainment, and then uh, Nate Aulton out of uh, out of Omaha. He's a UNO student. He's going to be our CF speaker, and we're excited. He's he's got a good story to tell, so we're really excited about having him in. Um, we're hoping that the governor can make it again, like he did last year, and uh, you know, I'm hoping that uh, Coach Rule will be able to make it too. So we'll see. We'll, you know, I I
1: I don't know for sure if any of them are going to make it, but last year. Uh, I was real surprised
0: the governor was able to come in and uh, seem to enjoy himself. So hopefully he can make it again.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, Dave, it's, it really is a, I mean, it's just a special night, you know, I'm actually looking forward to it myself. It's just a special time to see people that you don't get to see every day. And, yeah. you know, well, it's,
0: it's good to see all the old, you know, we've had a lot of old football players from Nebraska attend. 10, uh, a lot of really great football players um, uh, one thing I'd like to add um, that we're going to have that's a little different. Uh, each year, we we uh, we pick the top uh, top football players, centers, and the smaller divisions. So we'll have everybody from FCS to Division Two, II, Division Three, and NAIA oh. come in. So you know, uh, we have four guys coming in that have won that one the – Remington Award. So I'm looking forward to that. That's a first that we were able to get all four of those guys. So I'd like to uh, thank Jason Donnelly for uh, helping us select these guys because there's no way I could, you know, I don't I don't have that bandwidth to, to know everybody that plays the center position, but it's great to see because these guys really appreciate it. Uh, they don't get a lot of recognition. And so right. that's a new thing for us this year, and we're hoping that everybody makes it and, and the weather cooperates. So, uh, you know, i got my fingers crossed on that one.
1: Well, whether the weather cooperates or not, we're still going to show up and show out and have a good time. And I just, I mean, I'm just really humbled just to be a small part of that because it's a big deal, Dave, you know, and uh, we,
0: you know, we try to have as much fun as possible. And like I said, getting getting all the old guys together and be able to tell some stories and, and, you know, just make sure everybody's okay. Uh, that's one thing when you get older in this and, and you see, your old teammates. You just want to make sure everybody's doing okay. And yes. Everybody, you know, hanging in there. I know it's it's tough mm-hmm. when you're an old guy and you're playing the game, especially you played it at, at a high level. You know, it takes a toll on your body. So you 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 know, keep an eye out for everybody and, and make sure everybody's all right.
1: So Dave, let me ask you this. You know, you you brought up a good point. It takes a toll on you. What are there some in, uh, injuries that you had that you had to have? have to deal with it because i think you do. How, how
0: much time we <laughs> got no i actually feel pretty good i had both my knees replaced okay two years ago i think so and i i felt pretty good i was able i'm able to, to do more walking than i used to because yeah, i used well, to be in so much pain when i had the I because i wanted to wait as long as possible because i didn't want to have to do it more than once so right, i didn't want to have right. to go in because you know, it's it's a lot of trauma to your body when you get knee replacement surgery because it's basically, you know, a chop off here, a chop off, and they stick a couple metal rods and metal, you know, yeah. joints in there. And you know, it's it's a tough one to come come back from. Uh, so, but I feel pretty good. You
1: yeah. Know, all- well, people. last time I saw you, Dave, you had lost a lot of weight, and I thought that was a, a good look for you.
0: Well, they they said they weren't going to do it unless I lost a lot of weight.
1: So okay. Well, I you. Some off. Well, well, you got it done, and that's the most important part. Well, look, yeah, we're gonna. I got I got the surgery done, so that was that was a big thing, and I had
0: shoulder problems, elbow problems, but that's just. That's just part and parcel of being a a football player and and wanted to play probably a few years longer than I should have. But I I wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, I was going to try to get that Super Bowl thing. And, and, you know, we came close a few years, but not quite there.
1: Well, Dave, we're going to take one more quick break, and then we're going to come back and wrap this thing up. Uh, Don't you guys go anywhere, man. I got Dave Remington. We're going to be right back on 93.7 The Ticket to get you happy on out.
0: That's your happy on hour featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons.
1: Hey, we're back. Hey, uh, Ben, you say we got another comment or question over there?
0: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Someone asked, How can one get tickets to the trophy ceremony at the Rococo?
1: Whoa, Dave, Whoa. Dave. Is that,
0: well, is that
1: possible? You can go to
0: RivingtonTrophy.com and it'll direct you how to get tickets, uh, probably by calling the New York City office. But it, it, all that information will be there. I'm not sure if it's online stuff right now, but it might be. It's close, pretty close to being sold out. So uh, if you want to go uh, jump on board, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can tell you that. And I'm pretty excited
1: about G- it. Hey, give us that <laughs> website
0: again. That's always fun. Hey,
1: give us that website again what's that?
0: Uh, uh, Remington trophy. What's it's Remington with an I R I M I N G T O N, uh, trophy.com. And it should, it should, something should come up about tickets.
1: Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, well, you know, one thing I can actually say, I enjoy every time I come man, and I I'm looking forward to this one as well. I think it'll be Nothing this, short of it, spectacular. You know, I,
0: I hope you know. I'm hoping we can keep this going for a few more years, and uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a fun ride. But there's no telling how long we'll be able to do this. So I I look forward to it. Uh, I I won't take this for granted, and uh, you know, we'll we'll just have fun while we're here. While we've got the opportunity. Anyway.
1: Absolutely, and I look forward to seeing people like I said that you don't get to see every day. I mean, that's that's one of the the nice things about this event, and I know Tony Felici going to be there.
0: Tony's been, I mean, he's been a superstar. Uh, you know, I know Tony likes to joke around, but he's been really, really a hard worker for this event for 20, since we started it.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Uh,
0: he puts a lot of it on his shoulders. And, uh, you know, he, he does an awesome job. And, and I'm so lucky to have a friend like that you know, it, we joke around and he jokes around more than anybody, but oh, uh, man. <laughs> seriously, he's a he he's one of the best people I, I've, I've known. I mean, he is a super guy. So very, very lucky to have him as a friend and very lucky to have you guys as friends and you and Mike come in together and, uh, we you know, just have a blast, try to have as much fun as we possibly
1: can. Oh man, we always do. And, and I like it when Mitch crank shows up as well, you know, I and mean, I gotta
0: get, I gotta get Mitch back into the fold. I haven't seen him in a while. His uh, He's got a grandchild and uh grandson in, I think, in Canada. So he's been up in Canada a lot.
1: Man, Mitch there. is always traveling somewhere. I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah.
0: Well, I can he's hardly, he's hardly keep up with he's that guy. He's going, up, he's going up to the Great White North up in Canada, freezing <laughs> and seeing uh, his grandchild. So I'm sure, I'm sure they're having a great time with his
1: wife. So. But Dave, so now when are you actually coming to town now?
0: I get in Tuesday. You know, I, I usually stay a week. So I'll be Tuesday to Tuesday.
1: Oh, okay. 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 Well, sounds good, man. Um, you know, I, again, I want to say thank you, you know I mean? Cause Dave, you, you every year you make me feel welcome and I appreciate that. And I, oh, I want to say know, thank you.
0: We've, we've been teammates and, uh, you know, like I said, you, you've been, a, you've always been there for me and, and you've always helped me whenever you could. And so, you know, I just, I, I feel like I've been blessed with uh, a lot of good friends and I wish I was there and, and were able to, you know, see you guys more often. So when I get there, you know, I have to try to have a good time.
1: Well, uh, you know, I, I think more than anything, I think it's just very important that you uh you keep doing what you're doing, man. I mean, because sometimes, you know, it's usually after the fact when people and give the, credit.
0: The, and the great thing about working for Boomer is is that he is so serious and he, like I said, this is his legacy to help his son who has cystic fibrosis. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this, the Remington trophies it makes six, seven million dollars. I don't even know what it is anymore. It's, it's up there. And the organization itself, Boomer's organization has made 150 to 170 million dollars. Wow. And, I mean, that's the two, two old football players doing the best we can. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm, I'm real happy with that. And uh, they've, they've come up with some good, uh, you know, the pharmaceutical companies have come up with stuff that we've, we were able to fund that are now really lengthening the lifespan of people with CF. The drugs that they have are too expensive and, but they're, they're available. So if, if, if people have good insurance, they can get it. That's, that's the problem I see right now is not everybody can afford it.
1: So yeah. we need yeah. to get
0: that. Fixed. So,
1: well, that's all right. You're working on it. And I think you're making a lot of progress and that's the most important thing. I mean, it's to never give up and never to stop. Just keep going to, long as we can and like I say it's it's for a great cause
0: yeah we like we've, we've, we've had a lot of fun doing it and getting the opportunity to come back and see all my old friends is great so I, I you know it's something I want to continue doing as long as I can
1: well Dave we're gonna as long as I can help you let me know and we'll make it happen and I look forward to it every year
0: appreciate it Ricky thank you
1: yeah well hey we uh I want to say a few things before we wrap this thing up you know I, I'm very honored to have the type of people in my life that I do have. You know, um the people that I surround myself with, I agree with Dave, uh you know, you surround yourself with good people and life seems to be a little more easier. Uh yeah. I'm not I'm not saying it's perfect, but you know, it makes it easier when you when you surround yourself with good people and I am very blessed to have good people around me and I I don't take that for granted. So yeah. Dave, again, man, I can't thank you enough for. It's been fun. I love this stuff, you know. Well, well they. Whole radio stuff, I like it. Well, like well it. they. You shouldn't say that to people like me because you know now I know that you like it. You know, you're probably gonna get asked to be on there again. So <laughs>
0: anytime, man. Any, <laughs> any time, you know. I, so just the stories will be the same, probably. That's just, that's, that's, the all right, thing. You know, that's all right. That's all right. Football players tell the same hey, darn stories over and over again. That's
1: okay. That's okay, man. Yeah, you know what? Those are good times, and uh, I'd rather focus on the good times than the negative things that's going on. Well, so I'm hoping uh, that we
0: get an opportunity that the new group of Huskers come in and are able to to, to, to get the same type of success that we had because we were lucky to have that success. Right. And it makes all the difference in the world. I, I have a lot of confidence in the leadership there. With uh, with Coach Rule, you know, and I think Trev Alberts had done a superb job. And uh, I thought, you know, the, the icing on the cake was when he had the, uh, the volleyball game.
1: Yeah, and he had, yeah, that was big.
0: Got, that was something that you yeah. like. I when I was there for that short time, I, I have yeah, never, never told anybody this, but I, the you know that was the year they won the national championship, and I was thinking there's got to be a way that we can because attendance are limited to the facility there. And I like, Right. if we put a, a, a volleyball game in that stadium, I'm sure it would sell out.
1: Oh, absolutely. The way
0: They did it with, they brought in all the, you know, the, the colleges in Nebraska and everybody benefited from it. I had I, you know, I, I couldn't implement it that I didn't have any, that as an idea at all, but the idea of bringing people in was something I thought about, but my goodness sake, they went in and they couldn't do it any better than they did it. I mean, the fans of Nebraska, were so there's, they're, they're super. I mean, there is for the amount of success we had as a football team, they continue to show up and, and do whatever they can to help this state. So, you know, you, you got to get kudos to the, the fans that have been through a lot and they continue to come in. And I think that we're, we're good. We're in good shape right now with the, with the leadership there. I feel real good about it.
1: Well, Hey Dave, look, we're out of time, but you know what? I look forward to seeing you, man. Uh Everybody, I want y'all to understand something. I wrap my show up the same way every time. Every day that you bless the saint is just another day in paradise. And no matter what, you gotta get your happy home. <laughs> get your happy <laughs> I,
0: like I would dance with you, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. of line i offensive alignment. Just... I had to. <laughs> Y'all have a great night Weevils wobble but they don't fall down <laughs> <laughs> Alright thanks again Dave Alright Ricky thank you man we'll see
1: right. you. I'll see you soon Bye-bye.